So yesterday I talked about avoiding the word should. Remember that word uh, that we talked about? Um, it is a word that we need to be avoiding. Uh, me, you and everyone else. Um, it comes with much, much baggage and that was why we spent quite a bit of time yesterday focused on it. And I asked you to, as a bit of a challenge, I invited you to notice each and every time you use or think the word should. Okay, so anytime you say it, every time you think it, throughout your day, I asked you the question is, how did that make you feel? How did that trigger you? Why did you use the word should? Was there an alternative word that you could have used? Did you spot a pattern to the people, uh, the places or the situations where and when you use the word should? Now, what does that tell you? If you're using the word should, what does that tell you about the people, places and situations that you're using the word should in? Remember that word should, we discussed it as being very different to things that you must do, situations and people that you must see or support or be with. And also there's the other word, there's three words, must, should and could, the word could. So you could do this, you could do that, you could see this person, you could help that person. And we talked quite at quite some length about the word should and the connotations that that has, because it isn't necessarily then a situation, a person or an opportunity that is serving you or bringing you value. So to me, that's a really interesting thing. So I spent quite a bit of time yesterday noticing every single time I use the word should. And then really spending a little bit of quiet time figuring out, okay, well, what is that saying about those people, those situations or those places? If I'm using the word should, what is it that's driving me to should? Am I actually living by my agenda? Am I making these decisions and these thoughts and, you know, being with these, these situations or people? If I'm using the word should, it doesn't really feel like it's supporting my agenda. So it's a very, very interesting observation. Now, if you listened to the session yesterday and you then didn't remember to begin to practice what is really a great habit of self-awareness, and this is one of the two key things that I'm focusing on this year that I'm talking to you about, awareness and abundance. If you didn't remember to do it, we did it for a little bit and then your busy day took over and you forgot to do it anymore, then here's a really helpful tip for today. OK, so we're still focusing this week on this word should because it is such an important building block for leading a mindful, aware, whatever word you want to use, lifestyle. OK, so what we need to do is find a useful um, way of building this into our daily habits. And this is what we're trying to do here. And I talked yesterday again about, you know, building really healthy, helpful and um, really useful daily habits that really support you moving towards becoming more self-aware and also then leading a life that is full of abundance in whatever way you define it. I'm not here to tell you what abundance means for you. We're going to figure this out together as we go on this journey this year. So here's a little tip, a little bit of an idea that hopefully will help you to spend a little bit more, um, or I should say invest a little bit more, and I'll come on to that in a second, quality time with yourself that will allow you to be really kind of double downing on the scenario 
the opportunity that we have here right now with this word should. Okay, so this little helpful tip is to find a place or situation where you can invest in your quiet time. Now, a lot of people talk about, oh, I'm going to spend time doing something, or I'm going to spend time with this thing or this person. If you spend time, it's gone. It's a little bit like money. If you spend money, it's gone. But of course, if you invest money, you're looking for a return from it. So what I'm going to challenge you to do and invite you to do today is to think about what could I do? Where could I be? What kind of place or situation would allow me to invest in some quiet time to just think about those times and those moments when I use the word should? Okay, so this is what we're going to focus on today is investing in quiet time. And it could be as simple as if you're wearing a hoodie, just putting your hood up and saying, anytime I've got my hood up, that's my quiet time. Right now I can go and just think and ponder and muse on what was I doing using that word should with that person? Why did I say I should do this task? Why did I go to that place because I should go there? And what were the triggers? What were the reasons? What were the things behind me making that decision? And it could be, as I say, the quiet place, the quiet time you're going to do this. If you're struggling to make time for this kind of thing in your daily life, it could be a case of every time I put my hood up, that's my quiet space, my quiet time. Could be when you're cleaning your teeth. First thing in the morning, you think, right, OK, well, as I'm cleaning my teeth, it's only a few moments, but I'm just going to think about that little habit that I'm trying to create. And I'm just going to use the time I clean my teeth. Or it could be when you're driving. Um, you might already have time already and this might be me preaching to you something you've already figured out you know you might be somebody who meditates a lot and you've got specific points in the day or specific opportunities where you can meditate and it's great and you've got your own space and your own time that you've invested in yourself or it might even be you know when you're walking your dog in the local park it really doesn't matter where or when or how you create this time that you're going to do and use for investing in yourself but it is super important to do so. It really is. For me, I've got a number of different times when I when I do this and I, I invest my time in my quiet time. Um, and I'm going to come on a little bit later, probably this month or maybe early in February. And we're going to talk about uh, early morning routines because there's a lot of research, a lot of writing, a lot of um, experts in the, um, the topic of early morning routines and the power that that brings to you, the energy that provides you at the start of your day to set up an amazingly aware and abundant day. So I'm going to spend quite a bit of time, probably through maybe February, maybe early March, focusing on the topic of uh, basically finding a really, really good early morning practice, early morning routine. And so that might be your time. It might be that you take a little bit of time out around lunchtime and you go for a walk and you do this regularly. Or you maybe hop on your bike and you go for a little ride up in the hills or whatever. You might um, you know, go for a swim, whatever it happens to be. If you're already doing this, then great. That would be an amazing space, an amazing time to be focusing on this word should and where it crops up in your day and your life and think about and dwell on and ponder, maybe even meditate on the reasons why you're using the word should. Because as I challenged yesterday and invited you to think about, it isn't necessarily a very productive or helpful word to be using. And we're gonna explore why that is in another session coming very, very soon. But for now, it is just identifying when and where do I use the word should 
And then once I've figured out a couple of examples, I've figured out the people I use it with, the situations, the contexts, the scenarios, maybe the places that I should be in, or I should be with this person, or I should be doing this particular activity, then find a place or a situation where you can invest in your quiet time. And then just go inward, just, just quieten down, breathe deeply and quietly, and just spend a little bit of time with yourself thinking, okay, well, Neil's invited me to really think about this word should, and I know it was with that person, and I said I really should see them, or I should give them a phone call. Why? And see what comes through. See whether or not your heart rate starts to quicken. See whether or not you begin to feel a little bit more anxious. Because what you're probably doing is uncovering or beginning to uncover some maybe uncomfortable truths as to why you use the word should. And it's a fascinating exercise. This is one of the very, very early first steps in this journey of self-awareness and mindfulness. And, you know, I'm not here preaching this to you. I'm here to say I'm doing this too with you. Um, this is a journey which yesterday's um, video and uh, and uh, conversation i invited you to uh, join me on the journey this year with this whole idea about manifesting awareness in ourselves and abundance because of the abundance comes from being very very self-aware and mindful of your priorities the value you bring and your purpose so that's kind of really where this is coming from and so one of these very very early building blocks is this idea of understanding the things that you do that you feel or think you should do or the people who you believe you should be spending time with and so what we're doing here in this early exercise and as i say find a quiet place and a quiet time to just reflect on the people the places the situations and the scenarios where you're finding this stuff is coming through to you and of course, as we're seeing, and, uh, and John, thank you for the comment uh, that's come through in the, in the comments here. Um, yes, a friend um, said could quite a lot and suggested that maybe just do it or not, as the case may be. And I'm thinking that about should and not keep an eye out for it. Yeah, it's a really, really good point. This whole idea of should and could it's so, so different, so, so different. But where are the motivations coming from and how are those different to the musts? Because we all have must, we all have responsibilities, large, small, you know, significant or insignificant, involving others or just for ourselves. But this word should is a really, really fascinating one because it kind of bucks the trend. It's, it's a little bit different. It's taking us into places where often we don't really want to go. And that's why I'm saying as part of this whole idea of you know, investing a little bit of kind of quiet time, quiet space gives you the opportunity to just dwell on some of the motivations, some of the thinking, some of the habits which maybe aren't serving you so well and that are resulting in you using the word should. Because should is often driven as an agenda by somebody else or it's being triggered by a habit that maybe isn't serving you now. And as we talked about yesterday at some length, this is both in professional life and also in personal life. So you will probably find yourself using the words should and the word could in times and situations where, you know, you are seeing you know, this occurring in professional life and then you get home and you start using it at home and you start thinking, hold on, I'm saying this a lot. This is just really part of the mantra that I use to get through every day. Why am I doing this? 
who am I serving? What am I doing? What value am I adding? And how is this actually making me feel and think? Because if you're using the words should, and we will also say, and thank you, John, for the reminder, we're using the word could as well, probably interchangeably. And also, if you notice, as John's just um, highlighted for me here, if you notice other people using it, I should come and see you. If somebody says that, how does that make you feel? It's like, well, hold on a minute. Who's saying you should? Do you want to come and see me or do you not want to come and see me? This should has connotations. It has baggage. It isn't possibly the most valuable decision-making filter that you have. And it's, so it's about identifying these things. It's about just kind of figuring out, okay, there's something in this. There's something here that's opening up an opportunity for me to delve a little bit more deeply. But it is that delving. It is spending that quality time with yourself and just hearing and listening to both how your body reacts when you start thinking about these contexts or people in places where you use the word should. It's how your body feels as a result of that when you start to look at this and you start to think, hold on a minute, this doesn't feel very comfortable. So it is as much about the feelings as it is about the thoughts when you begin to look inward and see what happens. So my tip for today, as we're still focusing on this word should, one of these very early building blocks in our wonderful journey this year of focusing on awareness and abundance. It's one of these very, very first little um, platforms that we're going to be using. And once we've kind of mastered this bit or we've kind of figured this bit out and really practiced it and then really identified and reflected back, it's almost like looking in the self-reflection of should mirror. Um, and so keep constantly looking at ourselves and then just see if we can spot some patterns. And then why are those patterns being triggered? Why and when are we using the word should? And is it serving us? And if the answer is yes, again, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to tell you that there's a right and wrong way. This is just about self-awareness. The emphasis on the word self. This is all about you, going inward with you. And if we spot there are patterns, certain people, certain scenarios, certain situations, then we can ask ourselves the questions, why? Why do those situations and those moments, why do they you know, encounter um, you know, certain responses from us? Why do they make us feel a certain way? And then in the future, maybe then we can start to think, well, what alternative would I like? If this isn't a comfortable scenario for me, what would I prefer? And again, this is at work as well as it is at home. You know, this can be applied throughout your life and all of the stuff that we're going to be talking about this year is equally as important at work as it is at home in your leisure time and family time in with friends and any kind of pursuits that you do. So you can use this in any sport that you do. You know, this is self-reflection and this is where the abundance comes from. So it's going to be a really, really interesting journey. But if you've struggled to, from yesterday's challenge or invitation to you to be doing this and looking at this, if you've struggled to make the time, I would suggest finding some time where you can really invest in yourself and you can really kind of just say, OK, I've only got five minutes to spare, but I'm going to spend that time investing in just revisiting those situations and people where I use the word should. And I'm going to just have a little reflection on that. and. Maybe it is other people who you're seeing and hearing this word should from. And how does that make you feel? And why do you think they're being triggered? So let's do some real kind of deep diving into this, this word and find out kind of the origins, if you like, for every scenario and every moment that you find yourself using it or thinking it or seeing it in others. 
and we'll come back again in the next uh, session and we'll start to kind of take this one to the next level and begin to figure out if I'm doing this a lot, why am I doing this a lot? And is there an alternative way? And maybe we're going to check and use one scenario and I'll give you one example that I've identified for me and we'll probably work through that one as well because obviously it's a self one so I can actually give you a little bit more detail behind that one. And then we'll do a deep dive into that and see if there's some alternatives. And as I say, this is one of the very early building blocks for this concept of self-awareness. You can use the word mindfulness, there's lots of being present, there's loads of different ways of describing this, but really what we're trying to do is just become a little bit more conscious, self-conscious, not in a bad way, in a good way, self-conscious, which will open up some opportunities a lot later in the year for seeing this abundance come through. More of the things that we want and the things that we need to live this higher purpose-driven, higher valued life that we're all looking for. So there's your challenge for the day today. See if you can find a place or situation where you can invest quiet time in yourself to explore at a deeper level the times and the triggers and the situations where you're using this word should.